Hey, it's Yamisha, and you're listening to the You Look Okay To Me podcast. One of the questions some people ask me is, when did you first start getting sick? Now, you'd first think that that would be at my first flare-up, and that might be true, but sometimes looking back at your life and seeing signs that you dismissed before makes you have a different perspective of when you actually started to develop having your chronic illness. If you're interested, stick around and I talk about it a bit more. So I get asked this question a fair amount, which is basically, when did you start getting sick? And usually I answer that question by saying one and a half to two years before actual diagnosis. I was diagnosed around 2014 at 19, and I think I started getting sick around 17 years old. But actually, recently I started looking at a few photos and it's starting to make me think that perhaps the warning signs were there a lot earlier than I thought they were. So that's me. I was about three years old in this picture and I had such a bean head. Some of my first memories at this age were pain. I would have terrible knee pain. It felt like someone was pulling my legs apart. And I remember screaming because there was nothing that I could do to stop the pain. I would also fall over a lot, according to many people in my family. And I was a tall three-year-old. You probably can't tell from the picture, but back then I used to tower above other children of my age. So the assumption was that they were growing pains, that I was growing at a rate that was quite quickly. And that's probably why my knees were hurting so much, which may have been the case because children around three years old do grow quite quickly but I just wonder now having lupus if back then that was just a sign that something wasn't quite right but how would we have known that there was just no way I don't have a picture of this one but around eight years old I also had my first experiences with Raynaud's disease I thought it was the coolest thing back then whenever it would go cold my hands would turn different colors like my fingers would be white and some of them would be red and some of them would be kind of yellowish and I thought it was the coolest thing I used to show all my friends at school and I feel like their responses were often a mixture of disgust and amazement at the same time it was all fun and games until you go back inside and it's still taking your hands an hour to two to warm up still back then I just didn't think it was something worthy of investigating. I mean, why would I? I was eight. And then we get to the teen years, which I like to call the blondie years. So around this time is where I started to feel what now I can call fatigue. I was so tired during high school all the time. But at the same time, lots of high school students are tired and it's partly because we're going through puberty. Many girls go through their period at this time. I, on the other hand, had extremely heavy periods that would last seven to nine days. So I was bleeding a lot, which means you're losing blood and that can make you tired. And just all the other things that come with studying and GCSEs and stress. So it's not completely unusual for a teenager to be tired, but the levels of tiredness I felt were ridiculous. Like I would not be able to wake up very easily. was anemic from time to time but besides that I think back then you just chalk it up to being a teenager and you don't think very much of it now interestingly enough it's annoying because I don't have any pictures of this because I actually didn't like taking pictures of myself during this period of time self-esteem issues and whatnot but I remember my friend making a comment to me in my science class about we were talking about skin bleaching and I got accused of skin bleaching in a silly like jokey argument. One of my friends was like, why are your cheeks pink? Like your cheeks always from around here to here, they're always pinky and like rashy and you're probably bleaching, you bleach. And it was a joke. But once again, one of the key markers of lupus is a rash on your cheeks and across your nose. Who would have known that I had lupus later on? Was this a sign that potentially this could have been a lupus related thing? You just brush things off back then. So now we're getting closer to the age where I started realizing something wasn't quite right. So this is when I started sixth form, which is a period of time in the British schooling system between high school and university. So you go to sixth form from 16 to 19. I went to the Brit school, which was a really lovely experience. But while I was going through that great experience of going to the school, 
I was also getting very, very sick. I just noticed myself getting way more tired than I was at high school. Back then I was diagnosed with a vitamin D deficiency, which is fairly common amongst black people or South Asian people, people with dark skin in general, who live in the UK in a country that doesn't have that much sunshine. I mean, literally look out my window right now. Where is the sun? I also had experiences of running out of breath very easily when I was doing very little. I would run out of breath when I was talking even. And that's when also my hip problems started to flare up as well. It was a nightmare. I thought the reason that I felt like this was because of me. I stopped exercising as much as I did in high school because I didn't really have the time. I was focusing on my specialist subjects. So I thought, okay, the way to fix this is to work out often, drink more water, eat better. And I did that. And I ended up being in the best shape of my life at the time. But that's also when I had my first flare up, but that's a whole other story. And if you want to know that one, I have done a video about my diagnosis process already. So check that one out. But there's one thing that I totally forgot at this time that I used to do. Back at Brit School, I actually went on an exchange trip to Italy, to uh, Putignano in the south of Italy. It was an amazing trip. I was going through the pictures a couple weeks ago and I noticed something on my hand that I totally forgot I used to do. Do you see that in the picture? So that's a wrist support strap and my granddad used to work in like the plaster room at my local hospital and was able to get me some. And I used to wear them because I had terrible wrist pain and finger pain and thumb pain. And I used to wear these straps in hopes that the pain would go away. I had no idea why my hands were hurting so much. Back then we chalked up to RSI, which is repetitive strain injury. Now I used to use the computer a lot because it was to do with my studies and I used to write a lot. So we kind of assumed that it was overuse of my hands. Sometimes I'd even get like spasms in my thumbs. Uh, it was really, really painful. And that's what we chalked it up to at the time. But then eventually that joint pain spread to other areas like my knees again, like my back, like my ankles. So therefore after a while you start realizing this isn't RSI, this is probably something else. The first flare up came along and that's when I actually started investigating what was wrong with me. And then the story as I know it goes on from there. But I don't know, I just wanted to make this video because it was just really interesting to look back at my life and look back at some of the symptoms that I had experienced and just wonder if those were warning signs as to how my health is now. There's no real way of proving that and it could just be that these things are totally unrelated, but I think it's really important to look back at some of these things. And it's also interesting to see my perspective as to how I view my health. Back then, things would happen to me like migraines. Back then, things would happen to me like joint pain. And I would brush it off because there was this assumption that I am a healthy, fine person because that's what some of the doctors say to you and that's what your family says to you and you truly believe that yourself. And it's only when things get quite bad that actually you want to figure out what's going on and eventually I got diagnosed with lupus. And after that lupus diagnosis now, I take my health extremely seriously. There's something that's not quite right, I go to the doctor and try and figure it out. As annoying as some of these appointments may be and even still I get brushed off, I'm still a lot more in tune with my body than I used to be because it's now really important. Whereas back then, I just assumed I was healthy so I didn't feel the need to. I just thought it was interesting to look back and I invite you to do the same. Sometimes it's interesting to look back and see if those signs were there way before you even knew that there was anything going on. Thanks so much for watching that video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching this on YouTube and you liked the video, make sure you hit the thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification bell so you can be made aware of whenever I upload a video. Thanks so much for watching and I will see you in the next one.